Washburn here. And that moment we've been waiting for has finally fucking arrived. Bossy Power Bottom Wear is now officially live on RonnieWashburn.com. That's R-A-O-N-I Washburn.com for purchase. Bossy Power Bottom Wear. The gay lifestyle and clothing line that unapologetically describes what it means to live your best gay life and show others through your clothing that you bottom like a boss. Want to know more? Go to RonnieWashburn.com now. That's R-A-O-N-I. Washburn.com and find out for yourself what it truly means to bottom like a boss with bossy power bottom wear. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The following is brought to you by Bossy Power Bottom Productions. Stigma is still, unfortunately, um, it still plays a big factor, a very big factor. Mm-hmm. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to say this because we all know it anyway. The white heterosexual community, predominantly the most stigmatizing people in the world. Right, no matter what it is, what right. minority community you're a part of, and I'm a white heterosexual guy. You, you, okay, you're not drunk, you didn't hear wrong. He said he's a white heterosexual guy. I want to make that very clear. Heterosexual, you guys, there is somebody who is pioneering the most incredible platform for the LGBTQ plus community in regards to HIV and AIDS, who is wait for it, a white heterosexual. Um, screw the white. I'm just focusing on the heterosexual aspect. <laughs> that to me, that to me is just beyond incredible. long ago so much so that it was you know maybe just about maybe six years ago if that but listen you guys this story that I'm about to tell you is one that happens far too often in our society but unfortunately is the story that everybody wants to sweep under the rug and doesn't want you to hear and it's that story that just doesn't get told 
And so basically, it's a story about a boy, a boy that really grew up in Springfield, Missouri, in the heart of the Bible Belt. His parents just so happened to be the prestigious pastors of a Christian church. But this wasn't just any church. This was a big church with a very large congregation. And so what that meant for this boy was, well, reputation for his family was everything. He learned from a very young age that he was to live his life the way that his father instructed. And that life required a very strict list of do's and don'ts that he was forced to follow. But there was something different about this boy. This boy was trying his very best to grow alongside his peers who also lived their lives to be these do's and don'ts, the straight and narrow way of the Christian faith, all of it. He just felt like as he lived his life, with each year that passed, something didn't quite feel right. He felt different. He felt like he couldn't relate to his peers. And there was just something about his everyday regular life, going to church, etc., that just didn't feel right. As he got into high school, he felt the pressure to try out for the football team, not because he wanted to, but because it was sort of expected for him to do so because, well, he had that family reputation. And what he really wanted to do was try out for the off-school theater club. But because of his father's reputation and because of the fact that the school was also a part of the Christian church, it made him feel that his love for the theater was something he could not pursue. And he just went to the football tryouts anyway. And he made the team, not because he was good at football, but because, well, it was because of who he was. He was supposed to be that person that was on that Christian school team. After his first practice with the team in the locker rooms, this boy quickly found out in that quick, brief moment as all of the other boys got naked and jumped into the showers. As he scoured along and saw all of their asses and abs, etc., he realized as he looked at each and every one of them with big eyes like a deer in headlights that naked men turned him on. And suddenly in that moment, he realized that he was so gay. He finally figured out that one thing that separated himself from all of his peers, the one thing that made him feel different. It was confirmed. He was gay. But what should he do? He's the pastor's son. There's no way he could ever come out as gay to anyone. It was all about that reputation. After the next few years of suppressing his true feelings and staying on that straight and narrow path of do's and don'ts, college acceptance rolled around and this boy accepted an academic scholarship to San Francisco State University. He knew that this was his chance. Finally, he could discover what it truly meant to be gay. Because after all, where else in this world could you possibly ever experiment being gay? Uh, San Francisco is that place. This is gonna be good, right? He quickly made some gay friends and discovered that he was living his best gay life. He started going to gay clubs, gay prides, gay festivals, gay events, gay parties, all of it. And one day after he was just 
finally loving his life so much and truly embracing his most authentic gay self. He just decided that he was finally happy. This is who he truly was supposed to be. It was all coming together and he finally was embracing himself as a gay individual. And one day after a gay house party and, you know, this boy had just a little bit too much to drink, he found himself in an Uber with a guy that was at this said house party going to this guy's place uh, clearly to have sex. And he was going to have sex with this guy for the first time. They went back to this hot guy's house and they had hot gay sex. And as the boy walked home doing his gay walk of shame that evening he felt this overwhelming sense of joy butterflies were fluttering around in his stomach this is what it truly meant every single box in his gay life was being checked he had finally found who he truly was and he would never ever be able to tell his parents fast forward several months later and the boy suddenly got like this really weird cold and flu that really just wouldn't go away. After about a month, he decided to go to the doctor and he had a full physical and blood panel only to find that he had tested positive for HIV after only one sexual encounter. And just like that, his entire life flipped upside down. His emotions took over in his mind. How could he ever possibly tell his parents not only that he was gay, but also that he was HIV positive. He didn't know anything about it because his parents did their very best to hide everything, HIV, AIDS, education, all of it from him because it was not in that straight and narrow path of credentials to Jesus Christ. As the boy d just didn't know what to do, didn't know where to go, didn't know who to turn to, he just found himself crying in the fetal position after weeks and weeks, not knowing what to do next. He stopped going to work. He quit going to classes. He just didn't really know what to do with his life. And you guys, as sad as it is to say, this boy ended up taking his own life because he didn't know what he could do next. But what if I told you that this boy could have found all of the necessary resources at his disposal by simply Googling this one specific platform called Positive Plus One that literally has not only all the resources that you need in your area at your disposal, but also a community of people that you can meet, date, etc., that would help you through this said HIV positive journey. So sit back, relax, put on that condom or pop your prep pill. And allow me to introduce to you Christian Mercer Hall, the founder and CEO of Positive Plus One. And I am going to introduce to all of you out there what this Positive Plus One moment is all about.
You are now listening to My Gay Expose Podcast, a show that unperfectly describes what it's like when life has you fucked in the head while being fucked from behind. I'm Ronnie Washburn, a writer, LGBTQ plus community activist, self-proclaimed, messy, loudmouthed, and somewhat semi-passable podcast host. Popper sommelier, porn star, fluffer in training, and local San Francisco bossy power bottom that just so happens to be on the left of you on your grinder grid. And this is My Gay Expose Podcast. Ronnie Washburn here. And welcome back to the show that really just will always talk about HIV, AIDS, uh, PrEP, undetectability, where you can go, what you can do, who you should talk to, how you can make it through, all of it, simply because nobody else wants to talk about it. My Gay Expose podcast. And on this week's expose, oh, you guys, I'm so fucking excited about this week's expose, I could explode. Christian Mercer Hall is here this week, the founder and CEO of Positive Plus One, and he's going to describe for all of you out there what exactly this social format is in regards to being the necessary resources that you could potentially tap into in your area, how you can find like-minded individuals in your area that can maybe have a similar story to your very own. It just, it's such an incredible and amazing concept. And I cannot believe that nobody else out there hasn't already done this. And for that reason, I will be on board shamelessly plugging this shit until I am prep pill blue in the face. And Christian and I had an incredible conversation. You guys, I'm so fucking excited. And I'm really hoping that by the end of this week's expose, you will all pre-register for Positive Plus One. So with that, let's just hop right in. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, gays and straights, hot jock tops and bossy power bottoms, gender fluid and non-binary, bisexuals and lesbians, transgender and questioning. Allow me to introduce to all of you Christian Mercer Hall, the founder and CEO of Positive Plus One. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right, you guys, listen. I wanted to take this quick time out to ask you for a huge favor. I need all of you right now in this moment to go over to Apple Podcasts and click five stars. This helps us in the podcast world out so much more than you will ever know. It actually gets us to that trajectory that we're actually already on our way to just a little bit faster. And it makes things start happening. 
I, I really just need your help. Please, if you wouldn't mind, just go to Apple Podcasts, click five stars. And if you don't want to click five stars, just, well, keep that click to yourself. <laughs> but you can also rate five stars on Spotify too. So wherever you listen to your podcasts, please, I need your help. Click five stars and allow my gay expose podcast to get to that next best thing. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the My Gay Expose podcast stage, Christian Mercer Hall. Somebody who I met about, shit, I don't even know, July, June? June, at AIDS Life Cycle last year, and it, by random chance. Also, really quick before we get started into this expose, I'd like to give a cute little shout out to Little Miss Maggie, who sort of made our meeting happen. And I don't feel like we'd be sitting here in this moment if it wasn't for Maggie. And she just like, because she knew, you know, about the show and like my passion for HIV, AIDS, et cetera. She just knew that you and I had to meet. And I feel like it was fate. And I feel like that's why we're here in this moment talking about this incredible organization that we're about to jump into this week. But first, before we start that... I would like Christian because he's far, far. This is, by the way, the first international guest that we've ever had on the show from across the pond. Ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, once again, welcome to the stage, Christian Mercer Hall. Please introduce yourself. Tell all the listeners who you are, anything you think that they should know. And then yeah. let's get into that shit. Uh, firstly, thank you. Uh, thank you for having me. And thank you to Maggie, if you are listening and watching this. Um, yeah, she certainly brought us together at the AIDS Lifecycle. She did an amazing job connecting me with some great people. Um, so I'm Christian Mercer Hall. I am the founder and CEO of Positive Plus One, um, which is a, uh, a social network, a social platform aimed at empowering the HIV community. Which, by the way, I, I'm just, and I can't even stress how excited I am to have you here because this obviously... Yeah. You know, everyone who's listened to this show nonstop knows that I'm super passionate about this cause. It's so fucking near and dear to my heart because, you know, like, again, it's kind of one of those situations where I, I know for you in the UK, it might be a little bit different. But here in the US, HIV, AIDS, our government's super fucking ridiculous. And they just kind of want to sweep all of that shit under the rug. They don't give a shit. It's a gay thing. Religious people control the Republicans and they typically try to get in our way in regards to a lot of the shit that we deal with in policies and shit like that. And, you know, we're sitting in a moment where our, we're in potential of getting a lot of our funding cut for HIV and AIDS research specifically. It's just really kind of fucked up. So this I have been so excited about this for a very long time. Positive Plus One is like going to be a social platform. And I really just want Christian to explain what it is and how he got involved with this and decided to start this up. And I just think this is something that all of you, whether you're 
you know, HIV positive, an ally, what the fuck ever you are, you just need to get involved in this because this is good shit. This is good shit. And truthfully, from somebody who comes from somewhere who sort of visually evaluates the fuck out of anything that comes in this world, the visuals for this shit, I have to say, aesthetically pleasing to the eye in ways that I can't even express in words on this show. So without further ado, I just want you to just take it away. Tell us what got you into starting this platform, what this platform is. Let's just go from there. Sounds great. Thank you for that intro. That's so good. Um, so <laughs> I'll, start, I'll start from the, the beginning of, of my journey um, within the, the HIV community. Um, a, a friend of mine just over eight years ago now, disappeared he was my he was my going out partner he was um uh you know he was a huge socialite the life of the life of the party um we worked together uh, we were both living in london at the time and he just disappeared disappeared and i was trying to call him trying to text him he wasn't really getting very far um and i eventually i went to hr and i was like please can you give me his address i'd like to write him a letter i'm, I'm concerned about you know, just not hearing from him at all. Um, I wrote him a letter and he eventually reached back out to me, um, you know, called me up and just said, look, you know, come over. Um, it'd be good to see you. Um, I've got something to tell you. So I, I went over to his house. He opened up the door and he was just a shell of his former self. Um, and instantly I knew that something was, something was really wrong. Um, and at that point, you know, we sat down, we had a conversation and he shared with me that he was now living with HIV. Um, he was on his medication. He was receiving um, help from a, a, a big charity in the UK called Terence Higgins Trust. But there were some questions that he still needed answering, and we tried our best to just answer those. And the two main things that came out the back of that conversation were, how do I tell people and where do I meet somebody? I then left, um, left his house and I looked online trolled the internet as to the very depths of what I possibly could and just to look at, to see if there was something that could answer those questions, if there was a service available, because it made complete sense. Um, I found some forums uh, that weren't very good. I then reached out to some of the biggest charities in the UK um, and asked what they did to care towards those needs. And they said, we have support group sessions. I begged to be allowed to go sit in those, those support group sessions um, and eventually they did let me in um, and I sat down and I listened to the session. And then at the end, I asked some questions, very similar questions to the ones that I'd asked during the conversation with my friend. And the room exploded with answers. Suddenly all of the energy that wasn't in the room arrived and people were more than willing to tell me about their dating stories, about, um, um, you know, some of their, some of their terrible stories as well. Um, uh, and and I I knew at that point then that something needed to be done, and and that really just sent me on the trajectory of, of launching what you know what was now become positive plus one. Um, initially, we started out as a dating platform. You know, my friend was twenty six years old; he still wanted to meet somebody, um, and we launched a, a very uh, a very basic version, um, and we got four thousand. Was it more like a grinder, or was it more like a <laughs> or like a tender? Yeah, I'd probably see more so like a probably more so like a Tinder. Um, in okay. a, in a, 
in a sense. And, and that's more so I'm thinking around that more on a functionality point of view as opposed to like what it, I didn't really know what it was going to be. I was just putting it out there to see what it was going to become. Um, and yeah, we, we, we got, you know, 4,000 people sign up almost straight away. Um, and that with no budget, no advertising, um, that was just me on social media, just doing my best to retweet and whatever else. Um, and then I started to focus group. And in those focus groups, I uncovered a lot of truths. People wanted more than just romantic connections. People needed to make friends. People needed somebody to talk to. People needed easier ways to access organizations that offer care to this community. Um, so many things came out of, out of the back of these focus groups. And, and you know, during that time, I'd raised a little bit of money to, to help me continue to build the platform. And I said, stop what we're doing. We're, we're making this a social platform, um, you know, where we could find connection of all kinds. And yeah, that's kind of, you know, that's a very short version of, you know, of, of the, the, uh, the timeline of events. But that's kind of how, you know, the ball started rolling with positive. Mm-hmm. So just at, so so basically you started out as a dating app and then you just decided that it needed to be more of a social aspect. Yeah. So, okay. So yeah. my question is so the thing is is like I again I've said this a thousand fucking times on this show. I live in my cute little cozy San Francisco gay bubble where all of us here in SF in the gay community, we just know. We just know about all of this shit. We're comfortable with it. We, I mean, we go out of our way to like know that if guys are positive and undetectable, we will still go have sex with them on Grinder. Or if they're negative on prep, they have it all listed. Everyone has it on their app. Everybody openly discloses that. But like there are other parts of the country where I get that this is a thing. So I actually kind of applaud this idea because I think it's super important in our society to create like, I guess, like a safe space, if that's the right word to use, to for people who are just, you know, newly diagnosed with this and just confused as fuck and don't know what they're going to do next. And it, it just to find the comfort in, in, in like-minded individuals, I guess. I mean, I think it's fucking brilliant, truth be told. And the biggest reason why I'm so excited to have you talk about this on the show this week, because I really would just love for, I mean, I've had people hit me up sliding into my DMs talking about, uh, you know, not understanding certain concepts that I'm just, that are just a very normal, everyday, regular thing in my life. And People who have asked me, what is prep? People who have asked me, what is this undetectable thing? Like all of it, like people, they just don't know. So I feel like this is such a vital fucking thing that we need in our society. And I just have to say, I applaud you beyond for doing something like this as somebody who considers myself to be like an HIV and AIDS advocate, pretty much does whatever I need to do to get into that realm and make, I always say like, I want to vomit this information out to the world because nobody fucking knows about it. And truthfully, I have kind of been following you guys on social media, on Instagram specifically. And you, you occasionally drop information that nobody really is talking about or posting on social media. Like you're, you're going through the motions of educating people on these specific topics it's so fucking important and making people feel this way 
in this moment, I just, again, I, I can't even put into words how excited and happy. And Maggie, if you're out there, this was destiny. I am so, I will endorse this shit until the end of time. And I'm so excited for the drop of this. I, I can't even put into words. But okay, so can you maybe tell us just a little bit more like, what exactly will people expect when they sign up for Positive Plus One? Like what what will they see? What will it be like? Just explain that. Of course. So in, in we've just been to the United States Conference on HIV and AIDS, DC. Um, we went to the uh, AFAN Black and White Party, the Aid for AIDS Nevada. Um, and the simplest way I was saying it to, to those guys, the people in those rooms, imagine everybody here, all the exhibitors, all the people living with HIV, people affected by HIV, people working with HIV, we're all in one centralized place. And that centralized place is a resource hub. It's got tools and resources, education, all in one, all in one uh, platform where you can, you can in, engage with it as and when you want to, 24-7, 365, at your fingertips. It's the best friend inside your pocket. Um, you know, we, uh, we've been very meticulous in terms of the features that we built, which are, are really are the pillars of the platform. There's no gimmicks in here. There's, there's nothing that's like, you know, we, we just added on because we think, oh, that might be nice to have. Um, you know, the platform is built around connection. That is the number one thing. You know, we want people who are isolated and maybe live in remote areas to feel like they can speak to someone. And there's somebody just at the other end of the phone, like you said, like-minded individual who might share a similar story. Um, you know, we've got a very diverse and eclectic mix of people um, on the platform. We've been doing, you know, filming and recording with lots of people from you know, different backgrounds. Um, you know, HIV doesn't discriminate, neither does our platform. It is for everybody, not just the LGBTQ community, not just, you know, the Black African community. It is for everybody. And that is a, a real, real big thing for me. Um, you know, I just recently learned that in the UK specifically, you guys just surpassed HIV infections uh, more for straight people versus the LGBTQ plus community. So in the first time in history the amount of HIV infections in straight people have surpassed those yeah. of the and, gay and community specifically. Nice. So I feel like that in itself, like the education, gays are getting on PrEP, gays are getting on their HIV meds, gays are just understanding what they need to do to protect themselves. And the straights are still in like 1960, not getting any of it. There's totally. a statistic I read in the United States specifically that one in eight individuals, gay, straight, whatever you are, is walking around HIV positive and doesn't even know it. And that to me is shocking. One in eight in the US it's doesn't crazy. even know it. Probably having sex crazy. with people, just spreading it around. Nobody fucking knows about this. So this platform to me is just, oh, I'm so excited for this. I just can't even, I just can't, I can't say it. Like, and, and, to, and to expand enough. on what you said there, like for anybody listening to this who hasn't had a sexual health test in a while, go get one. You know, it's better to know your sexual health mm -hmm. status than to not know. You know, that you you, you yeah. can make more informed decisions when you know your sexual health status. So anybody listening, go, go do it. Go get it done. It's not that bad. There's, 
Uh, There's plenty of free opportunities. People are not going to make you feel uncomfortable when you go into these situations. The strut clinic that is literally down the street from my house. I mean, they're so welcoming and inviting and they don't make you feel weird. Like anyone who has that scared notion of like, oh, people are going to judge me or what. Just fuck all that shit. Just go do it. Just go do it. It's so important. Yeah, for Sorry, sure. Sorry, I keep. I'll, I'll stop yes, interrupting. Continue. <laughs> you, you know, you're going often enough when you're on first name terms. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. That's for sure. Um, yes. So, there's a um, there's a there's a bigger thing as well around this, and you know, and I think it's something that we need to address. Stigma is still, unfortunately, um, it still plays a big factor, a very big factor, mm-hmm. and. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to say this because we all know it anyway. The white heterosexual community, predominantly the most stigmatizing people in the world, right? No matter what it is, what right. minority community you're a part of. And I'm a white heterosexual guy. You, you, okay. You're not drunk. You didn't hear wrong. He said he's a white heterosexual Guy, I want to make that very clear. Heterosexual, you guys, there is somebody who is pioneering the most incredible platform for the LGBTQ plus community in regards to HIV and AIDS, who is, wait for it, a white heterosexual. Screw the white. I'm just focusing on the heterosexual aspect. (laughs) That to me, that to me is just beyond incredible. That That tells me all the more that somebody cared about his friend so much that he... This he's dedicating his life to create this platform for people. That I just I want you to I want that to sink in. And now continue. Sorry. <laughs> Once again. I, I think it's I think it's important and, and again something that we all know. We tend to listen more to people that we align with. Now, the heterosexual community are massively undereducated around all things HIV. And if I can be the person that they align with, that they're going to listen to that a little bit more. That's why I'm happy to bust these myths, present the facts, you know, and bring up that level of education to where, you know, the LGBTQ community are at, like the San Francisco community are at. Like that's where we need to get to across the board. Um, um, and, and I'm happy to take on that challenge. Um, you know, if you follow me on social media, you will see that um, maybe you'll see me in some comments somewhere and somebody's making some um, comments that are outdated and they're still living back in the 80s around what they think HIV is. And I will be right up in there, you know, addressing what HIV, living with HIV is today. Um, it's very manageable. You know, you can take a pill or two pills a day um, or injections now, which is amazing. And live a full, happy, long, healthy life. Yeah, it, it, the HIV is changed, and people need to get that inside their heads. And nobody knows this. That's the thing that just blows my mind. Nobody knows that. There yeah. were two seventy-four-year-old men on my team this year on the AIDS life cycle who had the most incredible stories from the eighties. Both HIV positive in their seventies and thriving these motherfuckers were picking up big ass tables while the 20 year olds were standing on the other end just chatting and that is that is what i want everyone to know nobody understands that concept yeah for sure to your point (laughs) no it's right and i think um you know we we uh, we owe it to the people who made those sacrifices back in the 80s 
Uh, God, I'm getting a bit emotional. Yeah. Um, we owe it to those people to, um, yeah. you know, to, 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 to educate ourselves, to listen, you know, to really listen to what, um, what the facts are now. You know, those people went through so much um, in order to, for, you know, for people living with HIV now to be able to live a normal, happy, healthy life. Um, you know, and, and, you know, like I said, we, we owe it, we owe it to those people um, to, to, to learn more and to share that, that knowledge with people. I know. Mm-hmm. All right. So positive plus one officially drops November 17th. Correct. 17th. So where can people find this? You can head to uh, positive plus one.com. Um, we will be available in both app stores, uh, depending on where you're listening from in the world. We are available in, or we're going to be available in North America, including Canada, uh, the UK, including Ireland, South Africa, Australia, and New Zealand initially. And we intend to expand uh, globally over time. Wow. Wow. Okay. Love this. I am personally so excited to get my little profile started and ready to party. I cannot wait for this. Um, is there anywhere else that you want people to follow you on social media? Like what are the, the main. The handles. You can find us on um, TikTok at positive plus one. Um, Instagram positive plus one. Uh, that's sort of probably the, the two that I like most predominantly. You can find us on LinkedIn if you like. If you know if you're a professional, and that's your kind of environment and your social media of choice. Um, again, just type in positive plus one. Um, all alphanumerical, um, which is just worded for everybody else. <laughs> um, yeah, great. Awesome. Uh, yeah, I would actually. You know, we in San Francisco, we're not the we're not the biggest fan of the Twitter here for obvious reasons. I don't know how well versed you are with the Musk. We're not the biggest <laughs> fans. So we're all on like, it's this weird San Francisco like revolution where everybody's like going to threads and really just hoping that threads updates more because Mm -hmm. they're still kind of in like their basic launch phase that isn't all that, you know, great yet. But it's tricky. Yeah. Really tricky launching like an MVP of a platform, especially when you've got so much expectation like threads have. Um, so believe me when I say this, I know that they will be working 24-7 behind the scenes to make sure it's improved. As I'm sure you will be too. <laughs> you can All tell right, by so- my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> no, you look lovely. And listen, you guys, I just want to just say before we segue out of the rest of this week's expose, this is with this was a chance meeting. Christian and I just met randomly at AIDS Life Cycle. Like, I don't even think he was supposed to be there. I think we talked about in our initial conversation before when we met up that, like, you just showed up on, like, what was it, like, day three or something like that, at whatever location that was. And that just so happened to be how we crossed paths. And, like, you weren't even on the AIDS Life Cycle, but you just showed up because you were so, like, what, what, what was going on? Like, you were so, you were doing this, right? Is that why? Um, this, so I actually, I, I got an invitation to go meet Dr. Fauci in DC. Um, and I, mm. I basically, I flew from DC um, to where I, I hoped the ride would be at. Hired a car and just drove, just literally just jumped on the freeway and just drove to where I thought the, the riders would be at that point and where the base camp would be. Mm-hmm. Um, Walked into, you know, walked into the AIDS life cycle, seeing everybody set up, you know, happy that I was in the right place. And then 
yeah, just for the, for anybody who's not done it and anyone who's considering doing it, I honestly would recommend just getting involved in any way that you can because it's an amazing, amazing event. Um, mm. and, and everything that goes into it, the logistics, the people, amazing. Hands down, amazing. So, yeah, it was... Um, Listen, it, nobody that listens to this show needs fun. to know. I've endorsed that shit from day one. <laughs> people, but, yeah, so I, I just, you guys... This is fate. This is fate. Christian and I were supposed to meet on this random day in Eight's life cycle for no reason so that you could all be expose to this positive plus one, like, incredible platform that's about to drop on November 17th. Get it. Even if you're not positive, you know people who are. If you Chances are, if you listen to this show, you're in the community you need to get involved in this shit this there's nothing more important than getting this message out to the world and just so that everybody fully fucking understands what the fuck all of this is this is something that i again am so fucking excited for so november 17th positive plus one i will post so much bullshit in all of my socials so that all of you will be fully aware and follow positive plus one on Instagram. What was it again? Instagram, TikTok, that would, okay. TikTok, yeah. yes. The one that I'm being forced to continue doing, but uh, by <laughs> advice, but just uh, my yeah. age bracket is like, I'm just not there, but okay. Yes, I get it. Everybody loves the TikTok. Let's do it. Like whatever. All right. Well, Christian, before we go, is there anything else that you want to add to this conversation that anyone needs to know about positive plus one? Oh gosh. Um, Honestly, guys, the, the, the most valuable thing in the world that you can do for myself and for Positive Plus One is just tell your friends, um, tell, you know, the, tell everybody about it. You never know who of your friends might be living with HIV and who really needs this. If you can, you know, uh, share our stuff on social media. It goes such a long way. Um, and yeah, and just, you know, have your fingers and toes crossed for us and I'm sure we'll, uh, I'm sure we'll, yes. we'll spread the word. You guys. It's very, very few and far between where I wholeheartedly endorse anything, but this is something that I will probably be plugging on a fucking regular basis on this show, and you will probably get so sick of talk from me talking about it, but it's it's incredible. PositivePlusOne.com, PositivePlus1 on Instagram. Follow it now. Oh, and TikTok. Can't forget the TikTok. Christian, <laughs> thank you so much for being on the show. I it, It's a pleasure as always. I just have to say before we go, I cannot once again believe that a straight man is doing something like this for our community. To me, that means more than anything else in this fucking world. Because in in my country, that shit does not happen, truth be told. So kudos to you. Good luck with everything. I'm so excited. I can't wait. And we'll basically... We'll, we'll see all of you out there on Positive Plus One, right? Like, we'll see you all out there. We'll see you all out there. Thank you so much. So what?
do we learn today, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, gays and straights, hot jock tops, and bossy power bottoms, gender fluid and non-binary, bisexuals and lesbians, transgender and questioning? Well, I'd like to think we learned a whole hell of a lot. Now, all of you are prepared and in the know of what you should expect when November 17th rolls around and you can officially sign up for Positive Plus One at PositivePlusOne.com or in the App Store under Apple or Android. And make sure that you follow Positive Plus One on Instagram, TikTok, and LinkedIn if you so desire. And if any of you out there have any questions about this cause that, oh, I'm so fucking excited to be a part of, you guys, just give me a call at the official My Gay Expose podcast hotline at 415-501-0401. That's 415-501-0401. Call in, leave a message, and I would be happy to help you out on this Positive Plus One information journey. And special thanks out to Christian Mercer Hall for being a part of the show, just allowing me to expose all of you out there to this incredible fucking format. And you guys, I cannot fucking wait for the 17th. And with that, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. Click five stars. Follow on Spotify, and don't forget to turn on those notifications so that you can catch me of each and every episode of my Gay Expose podcast right when it drops. Follow on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Exposing My Gay. And don't forget to check out the official show website, mygayexposepodcast.com. And there you'll find any information that you need to know about the show, including the official show question of the week, for the Your Gay Expose segment each and every week. And don't forget to check out Bossy Power Bottom Wear at RonnieWashburn.com. That's R-A-O-N-I Washburn.com and pick your next piece for your upcoming gay and or pride-related event or just shit that you want to wear to the gym to ensure that you get fucked in the showers. And don't forget to join us next week for another messy, salacious, and relatable episode with me, Exposing My Gay. I'm Ronnie Washburn, and I will see all of you out there on Positive Plus One, as well as here, next time. Expose has been brought to you by Bossy Power Bottom Productions. Want to know more? Go to bossypowerbottom.com and find out for yourself what it truly means to bottom like a boss with Bossy Power Bottom Productions.